0: Power Women Podcast. For your career and your life, no matter what business you're in. Hello, welcome to episode three of the brand new Northern Power Women Podcast. I'm Sam Walker. Here, of course, as well as the marvellous Miss Simone Roche. Hello to you. Hello, Arizona. How are we doing this week? Liverpool, we are receiving you loud and clear and we're doing very, very well indeed. Thank you very much. What another week it has been. Another week of lockdown. Another week, I think, where so many of us have faced so many challenges. But one thing I know that Simone from here in Arizona, I really noticed was the huge response to Her Majesty the Queen making a big public address. Did you watch? 100%. One hundred percent. It
1: was absolutely our tune in special on Sunday. But do you know what? It was I, I thought it was brilliant. Uh, I thought her words were well posed, well thought through, obviously scripted, etc. we know, but just I think really said with purpose. There mm. was there was real empathy and it was it, yeah, it, you know this is this is someone who has led our country for decades and decades and since fourteen prime ministers and all manner of tragedy. And so I, I thought it was what it was set out to do, which was to rally and galvanise. And in this year of the uh, you know seventy five celebrations, yeah. it was. I thought it was. I thought it was a great I thought she did a magnificent job and proved her worth as the, the world's most amazing female Oh, role model just happens to be female
0: well absolutely I mean longest serving monarch in British history absolutely incredible what I got from it was was not just that sense of of like you said purpose and passion but there was that real sense of poignancy when she said I mean she said you will see your friends and family again we will meet again I mean oh not a dry eye in the house.
1: Yeah, I, I have to say, there was there was absolutely a little bit of few tears on that. Uh, it was, it was because it was real and it, because it cut across generations. And I think that yes. was one of the key things in her words were her words, she played... For you know, cross generations. So mm. obviously, there'll be generations that will not be aware of what "We'll Meet Again" was and what it meant. Mm. Um, yeah. But there were, you know, but for some, it, it galvanised and it brought everyone together. I thought, and um, and especially in a in a week where we've seen our our prime minister now in, in not in hospital but but also now in intensive care i think that has sort of set a wobble but i think because she led the week with those words almost gave a sense of wider leadership outside government as well. Does yes. that make sense? Yeah, completely.
0: And from the utterly sublime of her speech to the completely ridiculous of the American response to the royal family. I mean, it's, it's funny here, actually, because a lot of people love, love, love the royal family. A lot of people presume that I know the royal family because obviously England's really small, right? And Great Britain's really tiny. So surely we all know everyone. So I did have a few people sort of asking if I'd been to Harry and Meghan's wedding a couple of years ago, for example. <laughs> um, but there's a crazy sort of tabloid culture. in this country, which makes our tabloids look tame. And there's a whole bunch of magazines at the cash desks in supermarkets. And we've been going out only kind of once every two weeks to try and get groceries. But last time I went out, front page of one of these crazy magazines called In Touch was the fact that the Queen is in fact abdicated, Simone, and that now Kate and William are King and Queen. And I thought, well, at least someone in England could have bothered to tell me. <laughs> oh, darn it. Did I not send you that email? I so meant to send you that email.
1: And clearly, clearly the the, the, the media forgot, put the wrong tape on, on Sunday night. Damn it. The Queen, she's like, that. oh, I thought I was off to go and
0: watch Netflix, but no, damn (laughs) hashtag fake news (laughs) <laughs> Hashtag fake news. Right. I did put it on Twitter at Walker Sam and lots of people said, oh, it must be a late April fall. No, genuinely. There are, it's like the National Inquiry. You know, there are so many magazines that just literally make stuff up that it's just it's almost perpetual. But anyway, I thought we'd share a bit of a giggle because it's been it's been tough times. But you're you know, I know that you're really passionate about celebrating, aren't you, Simone? And even in these really difficult times that we have to look to find things and people and achievements to celebrate. And
1: do you know what, I, I, we always keep an eye out anyway across our Northern Power communities for, you know, what what is good and great, you know, to really celebrate what is awesome about the North. But even more so now, you know, we talked last week on the podcast about some of the great collaborations going on in in the Northeast. Um, and You know, this week I'm seeing there's there's a, a, a batch of sort of TED Talks that have just been uh, released of Stacey Copeland to uh, one of our... Oh, amazing amazing woman so she got a stand innovation for hers at TEDx Manchester so you know we're getting at that there today um a, cu- a couple more of our futurist um Joe and Chelsea at Innovate Hair have, re- have released a whole new program which is all about girls in STEM and you know and I think I don't I think no matter how small or big that that thing that you are doing it's really important to high five yourself because there's there's a lot of tragedy and there's a lot of sadness and there's a lot of frustration and anger also out there so i think that what we can do is you know we should never forget to keep celebrating what is what is good because we have to keep uplifting that's a responsibility i think that we have and we continue to take so i think you know and, and we do that. anyone you know from across the community or listen to this that you know that there's something that's good and great then please let us know in fact actually we're, we're starting to do our shout out saturdays because as our, our working weeks kind of morph into a, a longer week we want to just keep shouting you know look at what the success of Um, That's happening with the, you know, the Thursdays banging your drum or clap for our carers, then I think think it's really important that we we, we have that moment of pride and celebration no matter what we're doing, you know, whether we're a, a frontline worker or whether we've done a fantastic talk or we've done a great act of kindness for our community. We should celebrate that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Do keep the conversation going. And as you said, Simone, this is about finding those small victories, because so many of us are really struggling. And I think we know that the kind of big message from mental health groups is, is okay not to be okay, And, you know, we must talk about these things. I don't know if you saw a survey that came out a couple of weeks ago, actually, and they polled thousands and thousands of adults in the UK. And, you know, a third of adults are saying they feel afraid. A fifth of adults are saying they actually feel panicked. Things like hopeless, uh, unprepared, loneliness is something else a lot of people are struggling with. And I think we just all have to recognise that we all feel this way. And it's, it's horrible, but let's talk about it and let's be honest with each other. And even if you're in a family unit you might feel lonely. And especially if you're not in a family unit, you're going to feel lonely. But when you perhaps have a good friend network at work or a friendship network outside work, even people who are isolated with their family and their kids they're going to struggle because not having that wider support network is really, really challenging. And, you know, I don't know about you. I love my husband dearly. There are times I've said, I just need to go and sit in a different room (laughs) to you. And I don't mean to make light of it, but it sounds funny saying it out loud, but these are really tough times. It is. And I think it's it's because
1: it's that unknown, isn't it? Uh, And I think, um, I think I said said to Rob this week, you know, um, you know, sometimes i feel i feel uneasy Mm. it's not necessarily afraid but or maybe it is maybe it's just another word and it's that because we're 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 all out we're out of control aren't we you know i I have lots and lots of different conversations um with with different leaders and influencers and i'm you know really enjoying i'm not sure that's right i'm enjoying keeping those conversations going because yeah it because yeah, we we're not sure. We're not sure which 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 way that this is going to navigate. We have no idea how we are going to come out of it, and at what speed and pace. And 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 I think uh, you know, I've just been talking with Emily Emily Cox, who's one of our power list is also on our our new power board sounds great that doesn't do power (laughs) board um you know we we were just talking about what i'd really be interested to hear what you think will will come out of this you know there's, there's talks about you know the gig you know we talked about the gig economy an awful lot we've talked about is this the end of money mm-hmm. you know nobody wants to touch money like physical hard cash yeah. uh, i'm not sure what in the states but contactless limits have been in increased over here but out of the first world war without that being in a you know a, a plan in you know but women got the vote what will come out of this? Yeah. So I'd I'd love to pose that out to our Northern Power Women community. What do you think will come out of COVID-19?
0: Do get in touch. We would really love to hear from you because what we'd love to do on the podcast each week is, is use some of your comments, use some of your suggestions and your questions. So podcast at northernpowerwomen.com. Please do get in touch. I know you're probably busy and you're overwhelmed, but a little note way you can reach out. We just love for us all to feel as connected as we can be in these really difficult times. Talking of finding some inspiration and finding a bit of guidance, we have been doing every week, haven't we, Simone, these brilliant life lessons.
1: Oh, I love them. I absolutely love them. And we, we've been overwhelmed, actually, with individuals, people that we know from our communities, people from our extended communities, sending in um, their responses to five, five questions. And this week, we've got the wonderful Sophie Milliken. Uh, Sophie uh, Milliken runs a, a recruitment business around graduates over in the northeast of England. Also one of our future list, is a massive advocate and supporter of Northern Power Women. And interestingly, when we talk about celebrating there's also somebody else this week that launched her TEDx talk uh, that she did last month at the University of Birmingham and she's also got an agenda that she wants to try and get 5,000 watches of that video so after you've listened to this podcast and after you've listened to her life lessons go on to uh, TEDx University
0: of Birmingham and watch her TED talk please Fantastic stuff I've met Sophie she's absolutely brilliant and I'm really glad she shared them with us let's hear then Sophie Milliken's
2: life lessons It's too hard when you're surrounded by so many amazing role models to only pick one. So I'm going to be a bit naughty and have two. And they would be for similar reasons. And they would be Joanna Berry and Nikki Gott. Two amazing Northeastern women who, whenever I spend time with them one-to-one or within groups, I always come away feeling hugely energized, motivated and inspired. I think they are two incredible women who have done so many amazing things despite having had lots of ups and downs and just come through it, shown resilience, and I've got a huge amount of respect for both of those wonderful ladies. One piece of advice that has really stuck with me has been to always have a focus on my self-development. So that's something that that was sort of ingrained in me from a a graduate trainee back in the days, and it's something that really has stood me in good stead since. So each year I set myself a self-development challenge all sorts of different things that I've done over the years, whether it be qualifications or learning something new. Last year was to write a book, Um, all sorts of different things. And yeah, I think that that keeps my mind sharp and is hugely satisfying to, to be able to achieve goals. If I had the chance to change a decision in my career, it would probably be going back a few years to when I was living and working in London. I was approached by Apple to set up their graduate recruitment function which didn't exist at that point. It would have been an awesome job with lots of travel to the States and particularly time in New York which having now been there so many times since I really uh, do sometimes regret not taking that job. Having said that it wasn't the right time for me, there were other things happening at that point and there's no point in having regrets. A mistake I've made and the lesson it has taught me. So most of the mistakes I've made tend to be with men, so, uh, and I keep making them. So I guess uh, I guess I haven't learned that lesson. Although that said, um, my my current relationship is very good and very different from previous ones. So maybe I have learned that lesson after all. It's only taken 40 years. <laughs> What I would tell a 25-year-old me about work-life balance, I don't know if I was interested in work-life balance at 25, Uh, I can't remember. But what I would say would be don't try and, and seek it because actually it doesn't exist. And what you need to do is work out which elements of your life or your work are important to you at a particular time and spend more time on those that it's very hard to get a balance and actually you don't need to have a balance because at various points in your life, some areas will be more important than others. So it's trying to spend the time that you need on each area of your life that you need to at the time that it counts.
1: That was brilliant. Such great advice and lessons there from Sophie and don't forget if you've got any life lessons please email us in at podcast at northernpowerwomen.com or indeed if you've got any ideas of how and what will come out of the end of COVID-19 share your thoughts with us as well we'd love to hear them
0: We really would. Thank you. I just want to share with you, actually, before we head off into the sunset, Simone, we are officially on lockdown here in Arizona now. It took the governor of the state, Doug Ducey, a little bit of a while to put us into lockdown. And then he put us into kind of a semi-lockdown because he said, right, we're in lockdown. Bars were shut. Restaurants were shut. Lots of, you know, non-essential shops were also shut. Guess what he kept open saying they were essential services? (laughs) It's oh, um, um, hairdressers, 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 <laughs> and and nail bars, manicures. Now there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of super groomed women near where I live. You know the sort of wag level of grooming, but I'm in awe of. I just think, how many hours have you got in the day? But, you know, Dave and I were laughing about the fact, saying, what's going to happen when we go into lockdown? These women who go to the hairdressers every day and the nail bar every week, what are they going to do? Well, guess what? He obviously was a bit under pressure. He kept them all open. I feel like I've I've stolen your thunder there. The only reason I said hairdressers
1: is I was mean, on the phone with um, Emily Cox just before and she was she was saying it was a, a few weeks before lockdown. She got a call off her hairdresser to say, oh, we've gone through our client list. You're definitely overdue. And if we're going to go into lockdown at some point, it might be worth doing. And she's like, I have got the shortest fringe known to man. It's <laughs> going to be forever known as the COVID-19. She's going to love me
0: for sharing that. <laughs> Someone did actually post on a Facebook group the other day I think it's wonderful we're clapping for the NHS. I think it's wonderful we're clapping for all of our essential carers. Can we also clap for middle-aged women who really need to get their roots done? Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm down with that. Uh, anyway, listen, before we head off, I, I know I've already said that, but before we head off again, uh, you mentioned guilty pleasures last week, Simone. People sharing their guilty pleasures of what they're enjoying in lockdown.
1: Do you know what? I've, I've become obsessed with jigsaws. And not the electric plug-in variety, although that might be <laughs> next week's challenge, but a jigsaw. And, and this even goes back. I has history. My mum bought me a um, an open-up board jigsaw Ooh, carry thing, yes. and I'm sure it's got a name to it. So I am using, you know, you get that strange gift. I am using it, Mother. I'm loving my jigsaw, although the roses 1,000-piece, 4,000 sweets on the cover picture was impossible. But I'm secretly loving my jigsaws. What's yours?
0: Please, please, can I have a picture of said jigsaw posted at Walker Sam on Twitter? I need to see this jigsaw. I'm a big, <laughs> big jigsaw fan. Do you know what? I'll be honest. I, at the moment, am craving a bit of guilty pleasure between two children who are both being homeschooled and work. I'm struggling a bit to find any time on my own. I'm, t- I'm taking the dog for a walk at sort of 9, 10 o'clock at night and as there are no street lamps around here because we're right in the middle of the desert, it's just like this wonderful walking through a, a lovely dark soup because <laughs> it's nice and warm. <laughs> it's pitch dark and that's the time I'm using to have a little bit of a meditate to myself and thinking, okay, I got through another day. So I tell you what, when I find time, I'm going to be with you on that jigsaw train, Simone. No worries Excellent. at all. Excellent. We can have a jigsaw off. I- I'm down for that. Definitely. <laughs> Send us your pictures, please. At North Power Women is where you can send pictures of perhaps what any of your guilty pleasures are during lockdown. Your life lessons center podcast at northernpowerwomen.com. Simone, I am saluting you from Arizona. Take good care. Right back at you. See you next week. That's it for this week's Northern Power Women podcast. The next episode will be with you on Monday, April the 20th. Take good care. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Sam Walker, and this is a What Goes On media production for Northern Power Women.